hey, welcome to Bonus Barrel. Spooky month. We missed, you know, it's really spooky, missing an episode. Not, <laughs> not recording. That gap. Oh, man. Halloween spooky month. So scary that we missed a whole ep. But uh, we're back here with a with a bigger than, uh, like a double sized. It's like if a comic book missed, missed uh, a publication, it comes back with a double sized issue. Or in this case, an issue Is that's that a little bit longer. Is that common in the comic book world? It happens. Okay. Yeah, sometimes there's delays, so they, they, they add more content to the issue. Well, that's very nice of them. Yeah, what a great, I think, great people. I think it is an amazing concept, and people who do it are just, you know, omnipotent. Left, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, you, you're a little sick, right? But you're still here. I'm a little sick, yeah. I'm good. He's, We're still, good. he's still here. Shelby, he's, she's here. Yep. Uh, so I just gotta start the episode off by saying that Dragon Ball Super is the best. <laughs> and I love it. And Goku got a new ability or transformation kind of thing, and I was super hyped. That was a week ago, though. I just want everybody to know that. But he, out there, do we? Have any, I wish I wish I knew more people who watch the show. Frankly, it's disgusting that I don't know more people who watch it. Uh, right. So last week as well was a Nintendo World Championship. Did any of you guys tune in at all? What? There was a Nintendo World yeah. Championship? Yeah, yeah. What? And it was kind of funny. Like, uh, people in the chat... Oh, man. I hate those side chats. I, you got to turn them off sometimes. The Twitch side chats? Is that yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh, man. It, it's it's hilarious in some ways. Uh, but it was just like, they're just making fun of the guy who got third place. The guy got third place. Like, that's good. What the hell? And and then the, um, the, the announcing was so lame. <laughs> oh, my God. It was like the bad jokes. There's almost a part where, where one of them was like, please laugh. Uh, that's a, that's a little Aww. bit of reference to something, um, but man, uh, but they showed. So one of the, I think the last game of the tournament was actually something awesome and interesting. Super Mario Deluxe was the game they used. Now I don't know if you guys, do you know, are you familiar with that? Left Super Mario Bros. Deluxe? No, I don't oh, think so. Fucking Maybe I, I, I like that game quite a bit. It is a game for the um, Game Boy Color. As a matter of fact, I have a box copy of it, and. Um, yeah, so they use that as as the last game, a Game Boy, a Game Boy Color game from nineteen ninety nine. I guess it had a two player mode where where you kind of like race to the end and um, with and you can hit obstacles. It's actually really cool, and I didn't even really realize this that this was on it because I had never played it two players. Um, and I think they said it's coming to the eShop too. Anyways, that was really cool to see that they they used that. And, uh, yeah, so that was neat. And then they showed Mario Odyssey. And I guess um, there are these people who, other people who probably know, like John Numbers versus Thomas G, I guess, were the last two people. <laughs> Everybody, I, mean, I think John Numbers was in the the last one they did, too. Did he win it? I think Maybe. he won it. Well, I think he, didn't, he may have. He didn't this time. He lost. And, and, that, and people were like, you know, oh, yeah, Numbers is supposed to win. Oh, oh my God. Oh. And uh, they didn't. So I guess his days were numbered. Bye, bye. 
Um, I have a question. Yes. So when they win these competitions, is it yeah. something that they record and then maybe send into space? <laughs> and then maybe a few years from now we'll be visited by aliens? Uh-huh, yeah, okay. Yeah. And and will these aliens use some sort of method to attack that we can understand? I th- yeah, I think so. Like, will they be maybe, like, made of blocks or something? I don't, you know, maybe. Do you think um, we'd have help from anyone? Some of the legs that are long, maybe? Uh, um, like, like a lieutenant? Sort of, yeah, or a captain or something? Or a captain, Lieutenant, yeah, Lieutenant, yeah. Lieutenant long legs? I think so. And Peter Dinklage might be there, too. Oh, I don't know. We'll, we'll be okay. I'm sure he won't yeah. be an obnoxious character at all. Yeah. All right. I think, well, that's going to suck, but I think that we'll have some help, and we should be able to take him down. Yeah. So, what, uh, what <laughs> I, I heard of the N- Nintendo World Championships going yeah. on, but I didn't watch it. Do you know what other games they played? Like, uh, what was the... Mario Odyssey, which still continues to look like a really fun game. Uh, what else did they have? They used that? That's not a... Yeah, I right? know. Yeah, it was but, pretty oh, okay. That's, so you get to see more. Uh, Arms that's cool. was there. Mm, prop me? No, I don't think Splatoon. I can't remember. I, I tuned in a little bit late too, so I might have missed some of them. But I know Arms for sure was one of them. Yeah, I figured they probably would have used more recent Switch titles, especially. They, they were mostly. So, uh, Pokemon might have been there too. I, I'm really not sure. Oh, okay. I, I don't know. Though. I, I might be wrong about that. Uh, they should do a Pokemon World Championship so they do. people have to, well, make it bigger then. It's pretty big. <laughs> make much, it so that we can go to theaters them. and watch it. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, well, maybe. Um, oh, I get But they friend. also need to set up, like, holograms, like Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> uh, see, I would watch Yu-Gi-Oh matches if they had holograms for the cards. Oh, yeah. That'd be fucking cool as shit, man. That the technology be, exists. That's right. They had, didn't they have, like, a... Um, uh, Wu Tang is a hologram. Is that the one they used? There's a rapper who they used holograms a few years back, and so and it looked like for concerts, and it looked like he was there, but I think he was deceased. Oh, I don't know. Or maybe a... I don't know. I don't know rappers. I don't know. Another rap- the gorillas not um, did use holograms, and I think um, they put on a Vocaloid concert. Yeah, Hats- Hatsune Miku. She loves yeah. her vo. She is. She she is just a hologram. She doesn't yeah. exist. Sorry, boys. She doesn't <laughs> exist. You can't. You can draw yourself with her as much as you want. It's never gonna happen. Fake waifus. <laughs> um, I got some cool stuff, and I really wanted. I want to talk a little bit about the uh, Super Nintendo. Or sorry, it's called Super Playing with Superpower. Um, so if you remember when the NES Mini came out last year, well, I mean, Shelby, you existed then too. Do you remember when it came out last year? <laughs> yes. NES Classic. <laughs> Yes. Well, there was a book that came out called like, Paying with Power, which is, of course, reference to the old, old-ass old Nintendo stuff. And that book was, like, kind of a collection of guides that I think that they had back then for most of those games. So it was kind of cool. It was neat having all those little guides in, in one thing. So I got the, the SNS Classic came out, and I got the, the Playing with Superpower book, it kind of expecting the same thing, it, it to have, like, you know, a bunch of guides for the games. But actually, it's more like a history book, and it's awesome. So it, it comes, it starts out with, like, legacy of, of the SNES and, and the design. It has the blueprints for it and, and early concepts for the actual console itself. And then it has like uh, old um, Q&As and stuff about the console before it came out from people that they had. And then it has like the peripherals, like breakdowns and concepts. Like there's concept for the Super Scope. 
And then it has like top 20 best-selling games. And then it has other Nintendo hardware. And then it goes on. And for each of the games that's on the classic, and I think there's 21 of them, there's like a section for each one. It has might have some like worlds or levels from it and talks about the design. And there's also stuff from old magazines that came out about it. And then there's like art for the monsters and, and stuff. And there's like developer interviews and tips. And so instead of it being just a bunch of guides, it's actually just like this, this like, information book about all these games and about the super nintendo and it's really cool there's like old comic art about the uh, f-zero and stuff in here and <laughs> character bios and just it's like a fun book and i actually look i really want to read it it looks 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 great i recommend it to anyone even if you don't have the classic fuck the classic i get it if you can it's really cool but like this book on its own if you just like nintendo history or you like these old games like it's worth having it's super cool yeah Damn. i'm hyped left what do you think man I think I think that sounds pretty cool. I like to see the blueprints. Yeah, I'll that, show, I'll that's show you. certainly interesting. Yeah, it's it, they have like the Famicom box art and stuff for some of the games and and some of this early concert art and stuff for Zelda. It's really cool stuff. And it also goes on to talk about games that come out after it and shit too. So it's it's yeah, it's it's the bee's knees. I recommend it. Yo, <laughs> you like you like saying bee's knees today? Did I say it twice? Yeah, didn't even know what to say. You know, not the bee's knees. Uh, I get my first Switch trash game. And unfortunately, so this is when I when I still thought I could do all every Switch game before the avalanche of games started coming. So I haven't quite given up yet, but I'm thinking it's probably going to be impossible. But I had I had ordered some games in advance, and one of them, man, this is the only game I think I've bought a lot of bad games, and <laughs> I don't usually regret the purchase. Like, all right, whatever, I could still play it. This is the <clears> first <throat> game I think I regret buying, and not just because it's like a trash game; it's disappointing. It's Toho Kobuto Five. Um, Burst blast battle or something for this for the switch and it came out other other stuff that sounds pretty awesome yes so toho actually they make really good like so i know there's a lot of problem i guess the fandom has a lot of like maybe some creepers is that the right term some <laughs> creep eggs some creepers because um, it's, it's like this series about shrine maidens and they're it's, oh. shoot, it's traditionally a shoot 'em up series and i love those types of games shoot 'em ups are really fun to me so I'm like all right cool i'll get this well plus that at the time i thought i had to because i didn't get every switch game but is this like actually supposed to be like a 3D fighting game? And and they it kind of looks like a PS2 era game, and it plays like a PS1 era game. It's so <laughs> slow, <laughs> and and you know the music is cool, and and the menu stuff looks great. But then you actually play it, it is not. I I cannot recommend it to anybody. Uh, not even to me. Maybe some people will like it. I'm sure, and I hope that they do. This is just my own opinion, but I am unimpressed and kind of sad. But I have Damn, it, dude. so if anybody wants to borrow it, <laughs> give it a try. Lev has a Switch. He, he'll he'll, he'll yeah, play well, it. Yeah, you might like it. He said it sounded cool. I did not say that. And <laughs> I, I've barely played my Switch. Like, oh, I just switch to it. I, I, need, I need a reason to play it right now, and Breath of the Wild just did not did not pull me in. Pokemon? So. You don't even try Pokemon? No, I played Pokemon on Wii U, so I'm not really oh, okay. too interested. Um, so you never I really, beat Breath I, of the Wild? No, I played, oh. I got the glider, and then I just stopped playing. Oh, man, that's Damn. crazy. Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Breath of the Wild picks up like crazy after that stuff. Yeah, and like I keep meaning to get back to it, but I have a lot of other games on the go. and You're a busy tough. man. I, I, tough. I understand that feeling. You know but, what else? Uh, I, I just do want to say that, did I talk about this last time? Maybe not, but... Maybe if I did, I apologize. But mm. I played the demo for the Octopath Traveler. Yeah, we talked and about I that. loved it. 
I fucking loved it, and I'm really <laughs> looking forward to that game. It's gonna be. It's gonna I think be awesome. I, it's it's weird how it's just like that is what has me really excited for the Switch right now. Even mm-hmm. though it's just like you know you don't need a Switch to well you do, but it, it doesn't feel like this is a Switch game. But you know, I understand. Um, there's Tiny Barbarian DX. The, it's don't. a Shovel Knight kind of game. It, it comes with a manual and a little pouch and a little keychain with it. Uh, anytime, a pouch? Anytime a Switch game comes with a manual, I am fucking pumped. Uh, it was published by Nicholas, which also published the um, uh, Binding of Isaac one, which also had a really sweet instruction manual. Oh, okay, too. okay. So, yeah, anyways, I haven't played it yet, but it looks, looks awesome. And then it's also Why did you call it Shovelware? No, it said like Shovel Knight. Oh, oh, it's a my 2D, bad. 2D platform, okay, I thought you said Shovelware. I'm like, this doesn't sound no, very no, it looks awesome. I just haven't got yeah, okay. a chance to play yet. Uh, Dragon Ball Universe Two also came out on Switch. That's I played some yeah. of that. That was a lot of fun. Even replaying oh, it. Yeah, nice. Very I like nice. it. I love Dragon Ball. Uh, oh really? Yeah, Raymond Legends. Did you play that? No, but we That's almost. My game. girlfriend and my girlfriend wants it, so we yeah. almost bought it the other day. So we might pick that. There up. you go. I'm helping you out, man. There's Maybe you are. Play. No, I know that there are. I just I haven't been able to buy any either. And oh, also, I fair. also do want to play Mario Rabbids. That game is but, sweet. So <laughs> I think I'd really like it. I got a, a SNES game the other day last week. <gasps> oh yeah, Turtles in Time. Oh, fancy man! Yeah, man, love, love <laughs> turtles in time. I also got the... Big Apple, three a.m. <laughs> I got the box of manual for. All right, you guys are you guys are not going to be able to handle this. This is going to blow your mind. Quest sixty four, nice. and then this is where trumpets would play. Have you, have you ever, have <laughs> no. you ever played it? No. no, it's one of those games that I've it's, I've known about since I've had, I had an N sixty four. Was super into JRPGs and really like so I, I had my PS one for way before I had my N sixty four. But then I got an N sixty four for Zelda and stuff. And like, oh man, I want to play some of these N sixty four RPGs. So I would I would go to like Microplay and I would look at the boxes and I would see. Uh, I remember two of them that stuck out: Quest sixty four and Iden's Chronicles. I think it was called. Uh, and they both looked like not great games. Although Quest 64 looks okay. Like, I like that style now. I didn't as much back then. But always been these two games that I like. And I really got to find Iden Chronicles now that I think about it. But I, these these two games that I, I always thought I would play but never quite looked like they were worth getting. Especially considering all the, the like, grade A JRPGs coming out back in the 90s for PlayStation. Um, so, yeah, it's been one of those games I've always known about but never really put any time into. So, I don't know. Maybe I'll pick it for a game one month. But it's It's super grindy. Um, it's tough to play because you have to just do repeat stuff all the time to level up your spells. Um, it's not like JRPG. Oh, I know. It's not at all. Okay, okay, okay. Because um, the SNES, or sorry, 64 only had one, and, and there two, maybe two if you want to count Tactics Ogre, but Paper Mario was the only one that was really a JRPG. Yeah, that. that's kind of what yeah. I was thinking. Like, do they even really have any? But No, they're, they're RPGs. They just were shitty. Well, yeah, yeah. Supposedly. Um, I haven't played it. Yeah. Well, you know, the thing with Quest is that, you know, I remember it fondly because I loved it. Because I, I also really liked the, the art style. And yep. you have, like, four different schools of magic. And it was fun. But you kind of have to dedicate yourself to one to really progress through the game at a decent rate. Um, but it was fun to have a lot of variety. And it, overall, like, I remember being a good game. And I still think it's going to be a, a decent game to play nowadays. It just, it's going to be, it's going to feel so grindy and boring at some points, though. But uh, it's worth it's worth a shot, for sure. Yeah, I think I might like to try that. I like to, might like to try that out. Um, another thing that's been bothering me lately, 
and if, I'm hoping you guys have stuff too, so you can jump in any time or go after. I don't care. Uh, but one thing that's been bothering me is my lack of Game Boy and Game Boy Color and Game Boy Advance games uh, in boxes. I really don't like not having more boxed Game Boy <coughs> Color games. I, I really like collecting for that system. I have the most nostalgia for for that. I don't know why that specifically, but yeah, Game Boy, Game Boy Colors. I need I need more. I need more, Shelby. Internet. Help me. Internet. <laughs> I just lost. She just did, yeah. Like, have you have you played, like, a Game Boy game on a Game Boy Color, like, recently? Like, an actual Game Boy Color? Like, this year? Within this year? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Man, I was trying to play Pokemon uh, Silver a week or two ago. And right. it was hard, man. Like, that screen is just, you know, it's pain I, in the ass. Is it because of the uh, not backlit part? Yeah, I I use um I ordered a Game Boy uh, sorry a GBC Boy, which is the Game Boy <laughs> Color Boy. Uh, it's like yeah. the, the Chinese. I I, I, I know you did. That's why I was asking if you used a real oh, original. Oh no, I'm not gonna use what... no backlight. <laughs> Fuck that's what I mean, that. man. They're so the annoying. Advanced. Yeah, well, don't I was... use that. Well, it's all I have. Uh, well, you know, I could play it. I could play it on my Super Game Boy. I guess that's but... there. You go. That's cool, man. Yeah. Or you could use um a Game Boy Advance. I don't have one of those. You're you're lacking in your retro gaming. <laughs> I mean, I, I, this is these are all great ideas for Christmas for you. Buy you an old Game Boy Advance. <laughs> playing with Superpower book. All right, Shelby, take note, please. <laughs> why? Right. Why Shelby? Well, because I'm not going to do it, and we can't get left to take note for his own gifts. So it's it's just you know, I'm not. It's you. It's not because you. You know, I don't think I don't think of you as a receptionist. <laughs> if Sagey was here, I would have said Sagey, take note. Seiji would be the guy to take notes. He would so. be. Or he would just commit them to his robotic brain. Yeah. Is there any more games that y'all are looking forward to this year? Shelby, please go first because you've been the quietest. Mm, I just... I'm having a brain brain fart right now. Hold on. Okay. That's fair. Oh, I know there brain was... Fart. Oh, sounds great. I want to play uh, Shadow of War really, really, really bad. Oh, cool. Is that out already? Yeah, yeah it came yeah. out uh, this past Tuesday. Um, and I was okay. watching my brother play it, and it looks super fun. Mm. Um, it doesn't look like, at least in my opinion anyway, and from playing the first one, it doesn't look like it got that much of a like a graphical upgrade and like a lot I of the no and like a lot of the um like the, the like the fighting and the music is is kind of the same but um i'm just kind of looking forward to this the systems that they have like in terms of uh when you can turn orcs and rookai and stuff and, and you're like leading armies and yeah stuff. Like, total <laughs> war cool. shadows of war yeah total shadows of war let's yes. go with that total total shadows <laughs> yes shadows of war. yeah that sounds uh, like a terrible app game. <laughs> <laughs> what are you? What are you looking forward to, Left? Uh, I'm looking forward to playing the new Total War. Um, I, I don't have Bam. it yet, but friend of the show, Sundary J, is playing it. Oh yeah, he Ooh. is. Yeah, and I was talking the other day, and I gave him some some helpful tips. Oh. And uh, he says he says he's very complicated because mm-hmm. like every faction is because in old in old Total War games you know you're playing the British or you're playing the French or you're playing the Germans and it's just like you know they're all humans they just have like slightly different types of of weapons and mm-hmm. but there's not 
a whole lot of diversity between them. Like some units are different, but it's more or less, hey, these units are, are just stronger than these ones and mm-hmm. so and on. But, you know, whenever you're dealing with like, you know, rat people, lizard people, elves and dwarves, you know, they it allows them a lot more, you know, creative licensing to kind of just make every faction unique and stand out. And I guess they really, you know, pushed it with the second one where every single faction has a lot of unique stuff going for it. So it it seems hard for new people to jump into, which is kind of the impression uh, he was giving me. But, you know, for someone like me who's played a lot of them, I'm really excited to kind of see, you know, what it has to offer. So that um, that's what I'm really looking forward to here. Hopefully get it soon. Nice. Well, aside from Mario Odyssey, I'm most looking forward to uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 in December. Yeah, I, Mario Odyssey for blast. sure. Yeah, I think we all. I thought, well, save Shelby. Yeah. I thought we'd all be excited for Mario Odyssey. Um, so I got a couple more questions. Um, first of all, Ark and Rust. I played those for a couple weeks, and yeah, I'm, I'm done. I'm burned out already. I'm really happy to be burned out, though. It feels like I have like a burden lifted off my shoulders. <laughs> but man. Ark, we just go. We got in the server with these really aggressive alphas, and they just kept wiping us. And, and we had switched servers a couple of times. And at that point, we we're like, "All right, we're done." And then we stopped. And then Rust, man, Rust has like the the shittiest fucking community. I swear. I, I saw you guys complaining in I just got chat. Done. <laughs> I, I mean, I just got, for Rust. We didn't it didn't get raided or anything. I just got bored. We got a base, and it was it was okay for a few days. But then I'm like, you know what? I just I don't feel like the grind anymore. But uh, man, holy crap! A lot of racists play play that game. It's depressing. Like racist. a lot of what? Racist, man. The there's racists. So many... I thought you said racists. Like, That's what I thought you said. And I was like, wait, what? Bad Isn't people. That a... oh, yeah. Okay, I get it. Now. People of all nations play Rust. Come together to hate. <laughs> I'm sure everybody. they do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's depressing, man. It's just you know, I'm, I'm sure it's mostly kids just thinking they're cool. But man, it is sad. I, I if being I'm racist there. is so cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm not a kid. Shelby? No, I know. Is it what? Cool? <laughs> no. You're our youngest show person. You're like, what, 15 now? Jesus Christ. We, I, I leveled you up a couple of years. You used to be 13. Now you're 15. No, it changes constantly. It's like in again. flux. All right, you're, you're, you've, you've, you've questioned it too <laughs> you've much. You've been now demoted. You're, you're, you're demoted. <laughs> uh, one more thing for me. Pokemon Ultra Sun and Moon. Too soon? Question mark? This would be like a headline to uh Well, what's the difference with them? Site. Is it just... Uh, there's po- something new legendary maybe i think some new pokemans i haven't okay. heard of any new Alo- alolan forms i don't even know actually i shouldn't even say new pokemon maybe a couple new pokemon otherwise it's remixed pokemon so you'll find different pokemon in different areas and they'll probably pull up some ones that from the older gens that didn't make it the last time so you'll see some new ones and i think a slightly new story and maybe a little more end game stuff but uh-huh. but to be honest i've been so like unenthusiastic enthused about it i haven't really checked a lot of its differences outside of that that stuff kind of don't don't care to be honest uh, which is sad because i love pokemon and i usually get super pumped but my, but i just think it's it's literally a year later it's been a, yeah. year, a year i feel like this... there's a new pokemon game that comes out like every six months or something well just, so. just to put in the in perspective pokemon x and y came out in 2012 and we got the um sun and moon which is the next sequel to this the proper sequel series in 2016 so four okay. years is a pretty good gap. Whoa, whoa, yeah, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, but whoa this whoa. is not a this is not a proper sequel. No, no, though. Sun and Moon <laughs> was to X and Y. Yeah, but That's, they also you have to keep in mind that they put the Alpha Sapphire and Omega Ruby uh, out in remake, between. Yeah, there was that remake and, in there. Yeah, so they went 
XY, and then Alpha, or Ruby Sapphire, mm-hmm. then Sun Moon, then Sun Moon Deluxe, whatever the fuck they're calling it. Sun Moon <laughs> Deluxe. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that Omega uh, Sapphire came out two years after the XY, though. Yeah, I think you're right, though. So that's kind of an interesting point. It's just a year. Day. Like, one year is yeah. so fast. I don't know. Yeah. I don't and know. especially when it's the exact same, you know, because they went two years, and they went from XY to, you know, regen, or redoing an old gen. Um, and then they're just like, oh, a year later, and it's the exact same game almost. That just seems very, very strange. Well, I think but whatever. Well, well, Black and White Two, I think, came out. I think, and I may be wrong. Two years after Black and White, and Black and White Two had like more new content, more stuff in the game, and it started you out at a different part of the map that they added mm. on. And then they had, I think, the characters from the first game had aged like a year or two. So there was actually like differences. That's between cool. The two. That's and cool. It, it, I, so I was excited to play that when that actually came out. But mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I haven't heard of much about Sun and Moon. It's sad. Woohoo! Anyways, that's all from me. That's the stuff I had on my mind the last two weeks. What about you guys? Anything else you want to add in? Shelby, how's that Gundam game? Oh, it's pretty good. That's good. I have still have not had the guts to try any of the online matches. Oh, yeah? Um, you get I your feel like... to do it for you. Oh, my God. It's, it's his game, isn't it? Well, yeah, that's exactly who you bought it for. <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that yeah. There we we saw some Gundam games uh, for the we PS3 did. at a pawn shop. So a Gundam bought, Unicorn game. Maybe if it's still there next week, maybe I'll get one, and then you can play it at my place. The art was cool. Yeah, it looked it looked pretty sweet. Uh, left anything else cool with games for you? Us. Uh, yeah. Sort of. So I really like I really like board games. Okay. Um, and uh, so I've. I was kind of just like looking at board games and stuff like mm-hmm. that the other day, and then I found this crazy board game, mm. and like I don't even know how to describe it. It's it's so intense. So for it's it's called Kingdoms of Death Monsters. <laughs> okay. so it's got a really it's got a strange title. And so for, first of all, I'll let you know, I really want to play this game, but I never will because it's four hundred dollars. Holy shit! Um, yeah, affordable. Yeah, for a board game, right? Yeah, of course. Um, but it comes with a whole bunch of miniatures and stuff, too. And then as you... Basically, the game... like One turn is like a year in the game, and you have to play 25 years through its completion. Um, and uh, the way the game works is that you're basically a settlement of villagers, and you go hunting <clears throat> monsters, um, and then you bring back the monster carcasses to feed your village, and, and then your village grows every year kind of thing. Um, and you have to, like, upgrade your character. Like, so you, you have a figurine for your guy, and then, like, hey, you got this sword. So you actually, like, attach the sword to your figurine <laughs> and stuff like that. So it's kind of like D&D board game kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just... But but what, what captured me so much... So the game has miniatures... Um, and uh, it's very it's very gothic horror miniatures. So there's like these like crazy looking monsters in there. Um, and the first one I saw was this like I don't know a, a cross between imagine like a demon baby angler fish, and that's what? what this thing looked like. Yeah, it was creepy. <laughs> um, and uh, so I, I kind of started looking up some of these these monsters. Um, and it just it looks so cool, and I'd love to play it. But like I said, it's one of these things that's so unreachable. Uh, because of the crazy price tag, and it's sold out worldwide. Um, so, so not only is this board game four hundred dollars, but apparently it's selling relatively well. Um, awesome. So it's just it's just crazy to see. Um, and the, although the one negative I would say with the board game is that uh, they uh, all the women are particularly yeah. busty. Oh no! And you know, 
mm-hmm. you know, they're all shaped. I would I would just say like an anime girl, you know, tiny waist, yeah. <laughs> big everything else. If it so. wasn't, who would buy it? I mean, I would, exactly, I would not right? buy a game like that. And I would I would throw up in the store. But what the fuck is this? She looks like she has normal proportions. This is, this is <laughs> and, and some of them, some of them are straight up nude um, as well. So it's yeah, it's a little. But like here, who needs armor, thing, right? Well, well, yeah, exactly, right? They, they're covering their breasts. That's all. That, that's <laughs> the important <laughs> part. Your vital, your vital organs are protected, right? Your nipples. <laughs> um, but like, but they do. What, what I like about the kind of the style that they do have. Sometimes it's a little like, eh, but so there's this one figurine, and he's like some sort of like wizard dude, and he's like sitting in his throne. He's a bad guy, mm-hmm. and so he has like naked ladies around his throne. Oh my but God. one of them has her head removed, and she, she basically has like a book on her head. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, so they really capture this sort of like grotesque beautifulness, because like you know you see a, a beautiful woman yeah. who's naked and like oh you know she's beautiful you know i'm not going to get into the creepiness of it but whatever and then <laughs> but then she has you know the face of a goat so it's like okay she still has you know from this she's still beautiful but she's still gr- but grotesque at the same time and it kind of like fucks with your head a little bit because your mind doesn't know if you should be attracted to it or not and and they kind of play it really well I'm, I'm sounding really creepy here but that's fine um and they play it really well with these these figurines how there's yeah. this sort of this grotesque beauty to them um and it just it you don't know how to think of it and i really liked it um except for the ones that are just like you know i'm a warrior and i have you know a bra on and that's it and those are kind of dumb but the other ones i think are done really well and it's a really cool looking board game i wonder if with the 400 dollars, if people just buy it outright by themselves or if they all just kind of like pitch in, you know what I mean? Oh, I know. I know a lot of people have like you know gaming groups, and you know we get together every you know month to play board games, and I would imagine that would be the best way to do it because mm. you know I would be willing to pay a hundred if I had like three other people willing to pay a hundred as well. Yeah, but I don't have friends that cool. Nope. But then, like, if you like divorce your friends, who gets the game? And yeah, the game just kind of stuck going between everyone. We each, we each take game, some of the figurines. The game grows up and it doesn't like itself, and it's like, why doesn't anybody want me? And all this stuff. And anyway, Shelby, tweet Shelby a hug because clearly she's <laughs> reaching out. Uh, Left, you say this game comes with miniatures, right? Like lots of miniatures. Yeah, yeah. and um, they're monsters too, right? Yeah, there's heroes and monsters. Right. Yeah, would these monsters fit in your pocket uh some of them up next our topic Is monsters monster in my pocket for the NES? And that worked out so well. Whoa. That? <laughs> that worked out so well. Yeah, it was great. I was I was waiting for like the last three minutes of your talk to get in with that <laughs> sweet segue. Um, so bring up the old notes here. So this is our topic from last week, but now no, it's not. This is our topic from this week, but we're doing it first because it's I don't know. It seemed like the, the better one to go first. So developed and published by Konami. For the NES, I don't think it's in any virtual console releases, not that it was, not that it was listed on the Wikipedia page, but it was released in January 1992 North America, and then the rest uh, got it sometime in 1992. 
So, just a fun note to start things off. The Asian re release of this game is called Batman and Flash, and it's basically a ROM hack of the game where the main characters are replaced with Batman and the Flash. So what? Fun. Yep, Batman and the Flash. Um, okay. The game version was based on the concept of the comic. And I will go into it, a little bit of info about the brand and then ask some questions. Uh, just another fun note. The composer was Kozo Nakamura. He did the soundtracks for uh, Team NT Arcade, Team NT 2, Team NT The Manhattan Project, Turtles in Time, Monster in My Pocket, Team NT Hyperstone Heist, and Team NT Tournament Fighter. And nothing wow. else. So he just did every Ninja so... Turtles soundtrack in the early 90s and then nothing except Monster in My Pocket. <laughs> and that's it. So, like, so like and, music. And you know that this was basically done by everyone who did the TMNT Absolutely, games. absolutely. <laughs> so just a little, a little info about the brand, about the Monsters in My Pocket brand, and, and, uh, and I asked some questions. So um, so this was a multimedia franchise that began as a toy line in 1989. Uh, it was released by Matchbox, and it consisted of small, soft, plastic figures representing monsters, and then eventually some kind of related, some, some kind of related to monster characters. There's over 200 monsters in the collection, and they had point values assigned <laughs> to them. And the highest uh, value monsters were the Tyrannosaurus, Griffin, Great Beast, Behemoth, Hydra, Werewolf, uh, and the least common were Charon, the Invisible Man, and the Witch. And they started off as one solid color, but over time they would become a bit more advanced or detailed. There was a board game, trading card game, comic books, animated special, and some commercial tie-ins. Uh, there was also a CGI series in 2003 in the UK, but it was never released over here. And in 2006, there was another relaunch by Corinthian Marketing, and the figures were in full color, and they had more detail. So, first question, left. Do you actually remember this at all? Because I, I do remember these as kids. I do, I do, yeah. Did Not, you... like, greatly, though. Did you ever... I remember being a thing, but I don't remember exactly what I knew of. I'm right. assuming it was the toys. It must be the toys, I, I would think, because I used to go to the, um, it was like Zellers or something, and I would always go to the toy section to look at, usually Ninja Turtles at that time, I want, I want it, Mom, hey, give me a Ninja Turtle, Ma. Hey, Ma, give me a turtle. And, <laughs> uh, but I would always see those guys in my periffs. These, uh, these, I remember the packaging quite, quite clearly. I don't think I ever had any. But I think, Shelby, you remember them too, right? Yeah, remember? well, it, was, it wasn't like a, like a fad thing when I was younger. But I did, like, any time we went to, like, Valley Village or whatever. Uh, and we saw just, like, in the, they'd have where all the toys are. They'd just have a bunch in a bag. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they were like labeled monster in my pocket, nice. like those little monsters and stuff. But I don't um, remember seeing them in stores. It's interesting. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I think it's a cool idea. I like that there is rarity. It was. It's kind of reminds me of early, like before Pokemon, Pokemon. Mm -hmm. um, so right. So we're playing the game, and I, so another little coincidence is yesterday I went. I, beat, <laughs> I, I had played the game. Uh, I didn't own the game physically, so I played it. Maybe, maybe I borrowed it from a friend. Maybe I did some other way of playing it. Um, <laughs> but so so I wanted to get the, the – I wanted to get at least – well, I was interesting about the complete box. So I checked online. And it was like in the hundreds. So I was like, fuck that. And then the cart was like 40 or 50. And so I was like, I'm not – I don't – I'm not going to bother. Um, but then we went to a pawn shop yesterday and I actually found a complete box minus the figure it came with for 50. So I bought it. Yeah. So now I have the well, box and manual. <laughs> Rob was looking at it and he was just like, "Oh, if this is," and he didn't think it was going to be fifty bucks. He was no. like, if "This is under fifty. I'll get it." And then he turns it over. It's forty nine ninety nine. He's like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> yeah. So I had to... what about taxes? You didn't... That didn't count taxes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it so taxes. I, I really wanted it when I saw it. I just didn't think I would be able to justify paying for it. So, but uh, but mm -hmm. then I was able to. I wanted to read from the back of the box. This will give us the premise of the game, so I don't have to sum it up. 
So it starts <laughs> off with a pun. Cutting the enemy down into size will be no small feat, but they small they spell uh, feet without the a. So the, you know because they're, they're small. Thousands of histories, famous monsters gather for the meeting of the century, but their volcanic convention center erupts, mysteriously turning them into terrors of pint-sized proportions. They escape to the home of Jack, the teenage captain of cool. <laughs> there begins the battle between the good ghouls and the warlock's band of evil beasts. You must become the vampire or the monster and lead the forces of right through a humongous, human-sized world uh, six levels deep featuring Jack's house, a scummy sewer, a hazardous construction site, and an odd oriental palace. <laughs> Don't get burned on the kitchen stove or crushed by a runaway golf balls. Try to avoid getting clubbed Fucking by flying fish. Balls. Or jabbed on the on the barbed wire fence. In fact, all things considered, you may want to team up with a friend and put up twice the fight. Either way, you'll find yourself climbing stairs, running across roofs, falling down manholes, jumping over fences, scaling steel girders, and riding on a soda pop can. Meanwhile, what? you'll have to punch and zap at all your fiendishly favorite monsters, including the head-rolling skeleton, the rock-candy-throwing goblin, <laughs> the fire-spitting Hanover, the bone-crushing Cyclops, and dozens more. Every monster you mash is worth points. Score enough, and you'll get an extra life. Something you will really need when you face the powerful warlock and his magic conjuring jolts. So be a pocket-sized peacemaker and conquer the smallest threat to monsters in the world has ever known. Jeez, and that's, that's it. That's. I think they put more work into that than they did the rest of the game. Oh, man. Um, the the I definitely got some instruction book stuff that'll be fun to read. Uh, one real quick point: so every monster in the game, I, I think, is actually worth the same point value as their real world figure equivalent. So that would be cool. That's pretty cool, actually. So I think Tyrannosaurus, he's one of the last guys you fight. I think he's worth like 25 points. And I, I can't remember if he's worth 25 in the original set, but I think he is. So, yeah. So, right. So that's the premise of the game. Uh, not much. I don't think we need to say much about it. I think it talks about itself pretty clearly. So I It's want... a side-scroller, by the way. Yeah, so I put the, the controls. And, okay. And the, so it's a side-scrolling... Uh, I was gonna say 2D, but that's pretty obvious. Side-scrolling game. Um, you can pick as one of two characters, or you can play two players simultaneously. I don't think any of us did, but you can do that. Um, and there's six point five stages. The book actually covers them, so <clears throat> I can throw them in real quick. Well, let's do the let's do the controls first. So you just have your your basic jump, your move, your movement, uh, and then you have an attack. And your attack actually has an arc in front of it, like an arc of damage, I guess. So you actually can hit enemies with that arc before they come in contact with your body. Uh, and you attack very quickly, which I, which I found very mm -hmm. satisfying. There's also a double jump, if I'm not mistaken. Right, Left? Yes. 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 Double jump. And you can also pick up items in the stage. I think there's two items, a screw and a key. Uh, a little bit confusing because the key looks like you have to unlock it, but really you mm -hmm. just throw it and it kills monsters. And, and it's kind of yeah. shitty for that, too. I would I use just it punch later. things. I, I would too, but there's a certain part later in the game that uh, monsters are coming from behind pillars, so there's some parallax, and throwing the key will actually actually was able to clear the way of ones that I couldn't see easily. So I thought that was useful. Um, yeah, and there's, there's six stages, and they have dumb names. I really want to read these dumb names. Um, okay, but before that though, let's let's. Did you guys like the controls? Did you find they controlled well? Uh, what's your opinion, Shelbo? Uh, well, I may or may not have been playing with a keyboard, oh, so... Oh, gross. I should let you my controller for the PC. Uh, it was a little janky just because of that, but... Yeah. Uh, 
Otherwise, it was mostly fine. I'll lend you that controller next time, for sure. And you can just borrow it for an extended period, because I don't need it right now. Yeah. You seem you're, yeah, playing these games without them is gross. <laughs> Left, what did you think? I played with keyboard as well. I, well, I didn't really think yuck. it was... I, I thought it was fine, okay, really. You I didn't qualify to comment on the controls at all. I don't I I thought the controls were great though. You know, I really didn't have any problem despite the fact that I was using a keyboard. Mm. I have tiny fingers quickly. though. I don't play on keyboard <laughs> as often as everyone else either, so there's that. Uh, I mean, I played with the NES controller and, and it was awesome. <laughs> I really I felt the first thing I noticed when I'm playing the game was how quick and responsive everything was and that made me really happy. Uh, I like when I can control a character and there's no janky jumping and mm. the attacks. I don't like slow attacks. Just they they just they whooped out the the attacks and yeah, uh, I wish they would have tried to demonstrate a double jump to you early right. because I got really stuck at one point because I, I did, you had to go up and I was just like I didn't know about double jumping and well, then I ran around for like five ten minutes left, almost. I'm gonna give you uh, this. This is not the game's fault because you know what? This is the back in the time of of instruction books and inside this instruction book, does it say double jump? Let's see. It does. You already said that. I think did I? Unless you were just talking out of your memory rather than the book, but I thought you were maybe. Oh, yeah, no, here. Press to jump. Press again at the highest point of the jump to go even higher. Press while holding control down to descend. There you go. So that's not the game's fault. Read the instruction book first. I didn't either, <laughs> mind you. I just found it accidentally, too. But we're spoiled by modern games. The, the, the thing that we lament, not having instruction booklets, we don't even read when we have them or have access to them. So, so yeah. that's sad. The sad, sad. Well, like I think, I think part of it too is that if this was me playing this, you know, back in ninety two, ninety three, or whatever, yeah. you know, double double jumping in games was so common that yeah. you probably would have just tried it. Nowadays, you don't, you know, games are so different that you don't really need to double jump most of the time, and they're not just side scrollers anymore. Yeah, that's, that's very true. So, um, stages. Stage one is monsters in my house. <laughs> I, I, the reason why I want to read these is because they have dumb they have dumb names and also the, the construction booklet has stupid stupid blurbs about them. Monsters in my house. Make your way from Jack's room downstairs and through the living room. Hopefully Jack's the mom. The cool captain? Or yeah, whatever captain of cool. Captain Ho of cool, sorry. Hopefully Jack's mom hasn't called the exterminator. Stage <laughs> two. Big trouble in the kitchen. What's cooking is your goose if you don't make it up the chairs across the <laughs> counter, over the stove, and into the freezer. <laughs> Stage three. Crisis from underground. Dodged golf balls, dropped down the manhole, and sledge your way through the sewer. Stage four, towering catastrophe. Dangers under heavy-duty construction here as you climb the steel girders and ride the elevator and crane. Stage five, oriental illusion. To reach the oriental palace, you must first survive a bamboo garden and barbed wire fence, each of either of which could turn you into chop suey. <laughs> <laughs> Stage six, last battle of Monster Mountain. If you actually make it here, you'll encounter all the boss monsters previously defeated. Beat them all again. You have to fight Warlock in the final scene, and uh, it also talks about the good ghouls. Monst the monster. So they didn't call it Frankenstein. That's nice. Packs a powerful punch for such a little. Well, he's guy. not Frankenstein. I know he's a monster. He's Frankenstein's monster. So that is accurate. Yeah, I know. I'm saying that's good. It was I'm accurate. Just saying, yeah. yeah, we're back. Good job, uh, monster. In my pocket. Yeah. And there's also the vampire. This toothy. That's a little weak. This toothy terror blasts enemies with an energy wave from his fingertips. But he'll never get close enough to put the bite on them. Okay, it's weird. And then, and then the game has a bunch. I think this this manual is awesome. It has a bunch of all the monsters drawn in here, and they're really dumb too. At least they have the bosses, which is nice. So when we talk about the bosses, I can read their blurbs as well. 
So anyways, so those are the stages. Did you guys uh, have any stages that you liked? Any favorites? Did you get stuck in any? How far did you get? These are all great questions, Rob. This is uh, Lef. How far did you get? And what did, did you uh, like any of the stages? I got to stage four. Nice. I did not like any of the stages. Not nice. Why not? They were all the same. Oh, and I disagree entirely. I, I, I didn't, you know, I, I thought they were really, really ugly. <laughs> so... Oh, that's very interesting. I, I have completely different opinion. The music, the music was good. Oh yeah, music. Yeah, but music like, was pretty catchy. But like compared to like you know how Ninja Gaiden looked with the backgrounds versus the backgrounds in this, super ugly, super ugly. Interesting, <laughs> interesting opinion. Uh, Shelby, what did you think? Did you like any stages? Uh, did yeah. You... Um, I actually got to beat stage four yesterday. Oh, did you? Nice. Yeah. So uh, the boss and. Was, um... The dude on the crane who drops right. shit on you. Right. Um, which uh, I found him easier than the oh, third he boss because he, he reminds me of the first boss, which is the dude that just jumps up in the air and drops daggers on you kind of thing. So mm. it's kind of the same whatever. Um, I liked the second stage, I think, the most. Um, Golf balls? No, the that's the third stage. The second second stage? Yeah. Is oh, the second yeah, yeah. stage is the, the kitchen. kitchen. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just, I guess, liked the... The variety of, of monsters and stuff that you encounter those goofy ones that dropped eggs on you was kind of funny <laughs> oh, yeah. um and then i think uh and it was really stupid in the third stage at the beginning because you're running down uh the street and there's just these golf balls <laughs> that are coming from the start of the stage and they weren't hard to dodge i would just like be looking at other things when they were coming down so by the time i actually fucking saw them i was like shit and i get hit a bunch of times and i don't know why i get stuck there it was really stupid but <laughs> anyway um and i also had our time with the um the third boss the cracking thing in the water which is kind of creepy looking by the way did my uh um, tips help at all yes awesome. yes um we'll talk about the and i just thought it was funny when you first start the game the opening cinematic was like the dude <laughs> appears on the tv and the, you got the the vampire and the, the monster chilling out watching tv and he's like ha 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 i released my henchmen while you were watching tv <laughs> and i was like okay That'd be a yeah which which is not the exact same thing the book told us the book told us no. we're at a convention yeah, center really, for monsters yeah. no 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 the book says they're at a convention center it erupts and then they're pint-sized monsters and then they go to live with the captain of cool yeah but then but then they're what they're, they're Oh, this is when they're living with him. Yeah, this is like a okay. like a pre like a. Yeah. I get yeah, you. I get you. This was like in the past. Yeah. Kind of thing. Okay. Um, I guess the only other thing though is that the the key that you find at the very beginning, I did get confused yeah, by right. that, so I picked it up and I was Same. just kind of like trying to run around finding out where this key goes. They really should have put anything else. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> this, the other equivalent is a screw, which makes sense. They could have put like lipstick or something. Uh, anything. Anything yeah. else that's that size would have been uh, better than a key. Yeah. Um, I liked probably yeah, maybe the second stage uh, the most too, I think. Because the mm -hmm. later stages get really hard and I got angry. So um, <laughs> they started to annoy me. Uh, but I, I actually thought the game looked pretty good for its time. I, I just like the scale of the objects and I, I like the variety of the stages. Uh, another cool thing is that the enemies... So they're using these monsters from their, their toy line, and the toy line is quite robust. So there's actually a, there's like a lot of enemies in this game. I'm just mm -hmm. looking at the instruction, and it's got to be like, I don't know, like maybe 30, 40 different types of enemies they have in this and game. And all the flying ones suck. Yeah, I they do. <laughs> you didn't even get to some of the worst ones, ones with eye beams and lightning bolts. Uh, well, the ones um, in the fourth stage where you're going up the stupid 
um, elevator thing and they just they're mm-hmm. flying they're like dive bombing you from oh, both yeah. sides yeah. yeah that's annoying that sucked yeah uh, so there's there's so many different enemies which is really cool they're they're worth the points of their their real life monsters which is pretty cool if you're a kid who liked both I mean that would be pretty awesome and their um, their attack patterns they're all pretty different which is pretty cool like so example there's mm-hmm. some enemies that will charge and then they stop for a second and then they charge again so it kind of throws your timing off there's the ones that die, ones that drop eggs. There's the eye beams, the lightning bolts, the tyrannosaurus breathe fire. Yep. And um, <laughs> let's see. There's some that bounce. There's one that will just charge you as fast as they can if your back's turned to them, kind of like the boo from Mario, but much faster. And if you turn around and hit them, they start running away. So you, so you have to time your attacks. That's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. And just, there's, a, there's, there's a lot of different variety, especially the farther you play. And a lot of these times, I mean, you know, you compare compare to a much great, much better game, Mario Three. The enemies don't actually vary all that much throughout the game. Even I mean, I'm not saying because because they're they're Mario Three is a, a like a masterpiece. This game is not that level, but just just it's neat that they had so much going on. And I guess that makes sense because the whole point of this game was to showcase these toys. You know, monster, monster in my pocket, go buy some. <clears throat> um, and I think I did a good job at that actually. But yeah, I didn't think it was that ugly. I thought it was pretty fine. Like ugly to me is is uh, Dino Wars. Destruction of Spondylus, its black backgrounds with nothing else throughout most of yeah, yeah. That's just that's just uninspired. Not it's less ugly and more uninspired. Cause like the I think it was the very first stages. It has this ugly green background and it just it looked bad. And I don't know what you're talking about stage variety when oh, the yeah, first man. two stages. The first two stages are identical. Did you play past them? Yeah, I played the first four. Because there's, cause there's but, like there's no, quite yeah, a bit. They, 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 they start to change a little bit, but you have to admit the first two are identical. The first two, the only hazard I can think of introducing the first two is the uh, the stoves. You yeah. have to start by jumping over the stoves because there's fire there. Uh, and then the, so the third stage has you avoiding the obstacle, the golf ball. Then you have to ride across the pop can. So if you fall into the water, you die. And the fourth stage, they have you climbing up those huge... Uh, girders, and then you have to ride over spikes on a crane, and you can jump off the crane, and it'll stop, and you can jump back on. Then you have to jump over gaps. There's enemies that will whip you as you try to jump onto the platform, so you have to time your jumps. And then there's an elevator you go down, a classic turtle-ish elevator stage. There is... Um, what else was there? There's a there's a, the hidden enemies part I was talking about. They're in the uh, oriental uh, level, <laughs> there's like... Uh, Enemies that jump out. That's what it's called. Uh, The enemies jump out from behind screens and stuff like that, which is pretty cool. I don't know. I I found found the variety. Maybe the first two stages there wasn't a lot, but I found that as the further you go, they introduce new mechanics and stuff. Yeah, that's fair. Like, they they, they seem to have changed things up. But it was disappointing to see that, you know, out of six stages, there's really only five because the first two are the exact same and how they look. Yeah, there's there's burners to jump over, but that doesn't make a difference in stage. It kind of builds up, though, I think. I don't think so. I, I don't know. Well, I mean, I beat the game, so I, I'm going to go with my opinion. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But no, I, I do. I personally feel. I mean, you know, you're certainly welcome, and and I do see your criticism, especially the first two stages. But I don't know. I thought I thought it got pretty good as it went on. I, I was I was I was entertained the, the whole time playing it. Even even when I got angry and frustrated, because of course, like any NES game, it starts to get really hard. And also, you get a game over if if you uh, you lose your lives, and then so a good thing to mention then is if you. You have health, five health points, and you can pick up healing items. If you die, you continue right where you die. So that's that's pretty cool. So however, if you have three lives, you're going to keep continuing where you're going, which is really helpful in bosses. Um, mm-hmm. But if you get a game over, you get to continue. But I think there's only three continues in the game. So that's annoying. So, yeah. 
those, I don't like when games do that. I prefer to have infinite continues. You can put me at the beginning of the level, that's fine, but don't, I don't know, don't make me start the whole game over, it's dumb. Um, yeah, and so there's the bosses. We had, I just got, I gotta go through them because I want to read the blurbs. We had Springheeled Jack. He uh, bounced around while throwing sharp knives at you. And he looks like a murderer, which is <laughs> appropriate. Yeah, he looks psychotic, yeah. Uh, Bigfoot. You instantly go into a deep freeze if his blast of cold breath touch you. Oh, that was supposed to be Bigfoot? Yeah, yeah, it was Bigfoot. Okay. It's weird. I thought he looked like a melty ice cream man. Yeah, me, me too. Kraken. Keep at arm's length from this creature's tentacle. Very true, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck uh, that guy. The, the fourth boss was Gremlin. Uh, it says, don't get beamed by the balls he throws. Don't get beamed. Solid. Solid advice. Medusa, she'll give you a light, all right. A paralyzing beam of light, in fact. <laughs> and Warlock, uses his magic to fire magic lightning bolts. Shocking, isn't it? Oh. This, this book has this book writer has a little bit of an attitude. So the bosses, <laughs> I want to go through them real quick. Um, Spring Hill Jack. So he did what? He just jumps and throws an arc of knives at you, right? The, so the, yeah, three knives. It's I would not have even known it was the boss if not for like the music. He's, I was just like, who the fuck is this guy? More hits, I guess. Yeah. It does have the Konami flash, which is nice when you hit the enemy. Um, yeah. So yeah, he's really easy. The, as a matter of fact, most of the bosses are pretty easy in this game. I found. And the second boss was of course Bigfoot, and he, he kind of like. Football charges you forward like the green football people in uh, Ninja Gaiden, uh, <laughs> and then he'll stop and he'll he'll throw an uh, ice at you that will travel across the screen. You just jump over it and hit him. Uh, so he's pretty easy. And then they hit the Kraken, which uh, so you see two splashes of water that's showing where he's going to come up, and then he comes up and he has uh, his tentacles on each side of his arm, and they basically just rotate up and down. Shelby, I want to hear your experience with the Kraken because you you seem really angry about him. Oh, yeah. I was just, like, I could tell where his, um, like, tentacles and stuff were going to come up. It was just never, like, any time I tried to jump over it, I could never just clear it. It was just, I always was at the tail end of the fucking tentacles or something, so I get hit over and over. Um, I didn't really try to change anything up, actually, <laughs> until you told me how to how to beat him, because I just thought, well, if I just keep doing it this way, I'll eventually get enough hits in I'm that he'll how, die. But how left beat him, then, uh, before I say what I did. How did you beat the, did you have any trouble with Kraken at all? I, I had a, a like he was my first game over he's was the when hardest I got to him. In the game just so you guys were yeah I, I think every, every every boss he's the hardest one maybe he's the last so boss the, the the first time I I fought him I when I, I lost and I had to start over again J- just like the stage mm. um so I had to do level three again and then when I got to him I literally just like took the hits. And just kept hitting him, and then mm-hmm. I just beat him before I ran out of lives. So when I got to stage four, I was like, no lives left. Oh no! Much, so, uh, so okay. I just I just took his hits and kept hitting him. Well, I'm assuming there's a better way to do it though. So he's actually he seems the hardest boss. He's actually one of the easiest bosses. So all you do is I because I, I died too, and then I figured out what to do. But when he comes up, you just let him come up and do one full rotation of his arms and. As his arms are about to disappear off the screen, you jump, and just as he, so he'll start to go down there. So you just crouch, and then you, you can hit him two or three times, and then you just jump away, and you just keep repeating that, and you uh, never get hit by the tentacles. Easy, damn. easy mode, easy, easy peasy. And so the next boss was, um, was what was he? Right, it was the gremlin. gremlin. The, he, so he just jumps, and no, he's on the he's riding a crane. He's yeah. And the crane will come up from the top of the screen, or from the left or right. And then it'll it'll keep and so he'll come down for a moment 
and you can you can wail on him and he'll throw four balls you just kind of dodge them and then his 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 uh, crane will go off in a different direction so He's very similar to the first one. Yeah, he is. And he's pretty easy, although sometimes the crane might hit you if you're not paying attention which way it came on the screen. Mm. Uh, so the next one after that was Medusa. And I, I kind of messed up because I was using uh, save states. And it, uh, so I didn't want to get a game over. So I would just use it as bookends. But I, I fucked up and accidentally saved at the Medusa fight. But I had one health. So I actually had to beat her with only one health. <laughs> and so that was really annoying. Uh, and and I, I reset a lot because I kept dying. But eventually I did beat her. Uh, and uh, so she comes up. So basically what happened is she would come in. Five of her would appear from, from. So they would all come from the corners of the screen. And you would be surrounded by five of them. And then one of them would, would uh, throw out like a beam at you. If the beam hit you, you would be frozen. And then she would slide across the screen. So after she... She throws the firebolt whatever wherever you're at wherever your character's standing is that's the path she'll take so if you're jumping she'll go flying up off the screen if you're standing still she'll go right where you're at uh so that's so she wasn't too hard once you get the pattern down you just had to make sure you avoided that beam uh and then you just would just follow follow behind her and hit her so not too hard probably maybe i found her more challenging than kraken but i also did come with nothing but one health so and the last boss is warlock he is fucking easy so he he'll teleport <laughs> into the screen either the middle or, or some side. So at, when, he, when he materializes, you can jump and hit him. And then he does a, a lightning bolt. And so what happens is he raises his arm, there's a flash, and then the lightning comes out. So you know to jump and then hit, as soon as he flashes, you hit jump again and you, you never get hit by a lightning bolt. I don't know if I took any damage from him whatsoever. Um, so beating him was easy. But then what happens, so this is some spoilers from the game. Oh. At the very end, you you're, 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 you beat Warlock. And like, all right, the monsters are at home watching TV. And then that dumb head appears on the screen again. And you have to fight the head in the TV. What? <laughs> so he starts firing I-beams at you. And then if the I-beams miss you and hit the ground, they spawn two monsters that charge at you. Uh, and I think he might have had one other attack. And yeah, you're just hitting his head into the TV until you beat him. And then uh, oh, the new oh. one, I beat him. I'm the best. Secret boss. He's just like the end boss. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, yeah. Uh, oh, one other thing. Actually, I have woohoos and boohoos. <laughs> you guys have anything else to say about anything particular before we go to woohoos and boohoos and then damage? Uh, just, just everyone played as the vampire. I did, yeah. So, oh, yeah. Sorry, yeah. 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 And I just want to say that they're the exact same, whether you played as the monster or the vampire, there's no difference. The Flash doesn't play any different. So, if, if you The Flash. <laughs> yeah, maybe the Flash and Batman do, but. <laughs> All right. Well, here's my woohoos. I, for me, very tight controls. Actually, I'll put woohoos as part of damage from now on. All right. You guys want to move into the damage? Yes. All right. So damage system. The game has three lives, three hearts. We are each responsible for how much of each container uh, remains so you can damage up to four up to full damage which is all four quarters of the heart destroyed that means you hated the game you wouldn't recommend it to anybody uh you're mad that you played it no damage means that you love the game it doesn't mean it's perfect but you think it's it's really great and people should try it out it's a recommendation system not necessarily a mark on, on the quality of the game itself but uh yeah so uh left why don't you start things off my friend 
Uh, okay, so, you know, it's it's a side-scroller, and it's a decent little side-scroller. The controls are good, and, and, you know, as long as a side-scroller has good controls, it can be enjoyed properly. Um, there can be some ugly things in there, and some less-than-inspired things in there, but as long as the controls are tight, it will at least make the game enjoyable, and the game had really good controls, and, and even the way your characters attacked in an arc, it made things very feasible to fight. Um, so, the, so the game has a lot going for it, just the way it, it's being played. Um, it's difficult to recommend this game too highly, because it's just like, hey, oh, it's like, oh, I would love to play an NES side-scroller right now. You know, this is not in the top ten, probably, of games I would recommend. You know, if you've exhausted the entire NES, you know, side-scrolling library, give games that are amazing, then, yeah, I would recommend this. But there's so many other games that I would want you to play first in terms of recommending, like, you know, Ninja Gaiden, Castlevania, Mega Man, Mario, all those games and all of their sequels are far superior to this. And I know those are like the AAA games of the NES and maybe that's not fair, but, you know, if I'm if someone wants to play a side-scroller game and they haven't played one of those, you should play one of those before moving on to this, but this is not a bad one to play. Uh, I'd go half. Cool. Shelbo! Whoa! Whoa! Um... Okay, so I think out of all the um, retro games that we've played anyway, this, this one, aside from uh, Castlevania, I think I liked the most. Um, Castlevania being the one that I liked the most. But anyway, um, so in terms of what I played <laughs> and recommending, I guess, I, I think I'm just going to go quarter damage. Cool. Uh, but yeah, um, I liked it. It was fun. It was, it wasn't super hard, but it wasn't like super easy either. Um, sometimes it was, you know, if you get caught up on certain things like the damn golf balls. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, that's, that's it. The music was really catchy too. Yeah. I think I like the music for the fourth stage the most. I think if it's the one that I'm thinking of, but, um, anyway. Awesome. All right. Yeah. So my woohoo's. Very tight mm-hmm. controls. I like the extra reach. I like the double jump. I found lots of enemy variations as well as attack patterns. I found that uh, satisfying Konami TMNT arcade boss flash when they take damage. Really, really felt good to see that again. Uh, stage hazards of different variations. Uh, my boohoos. That classic NES flicker is ever present. And there's some yes. frame rate drop, especially oh, the last boss. Boy. Oh, boy. I yeah. thought that was a power. <laughs> when I disappeared, I was like, <laughs> did I press something that made me go invisible? Uh, I mean, anyway. there is there is a I think temporary invincibility when you get hit, as well as a small jump back. But the uh, yeah. but the flicker is just that's and the NES. Uh, the bosses are very easy when you figure out their pattern, and they do not vary that pattern. So that's kind of a negative. So my kind of my summary is I think for a tie-in, it's pretty good. I, I think that it kind of represents what they're trying to show. I mean, let's be real. This is a toy line trying to sell toys. They could have phoned it in, but they had a good developer. I mean, this is Konami kind of at its best when it for two D games at this time frame. Uh, and they look like they put a good team on it because I'm pretty sure, like Lev said, it feels like the TMNT team just kind of spent the weekend <laughs> making another game. Uh, the music is all basically TMNT. And so I think it's a cool tie-in. The monsters are in there. They have their, There's a lot of monsters, and they, they have their point values. And, it, and the, the premise is kind of dumb, but, you know, it's always fun playing with scale. So it's kind of a, a little bit different than, your, than a lot of other side-scrollers. And maybe Chip and Dale is kind of a good comparison. Um, and... You know, I think it's kind of a hidden gem in a way because I don't think a lot of people have played or talked about this game. When you, because you're going to talk about Ninja Gaiden, you're going to talk about Mario. I mean, those games don't even really need recommendation because of how 
famous they are. And I think a game like this kind of does need the recommendation because I don't think a lot of people have played it. It hasn't been re-released a lot. Like, so, so you know, I'm not going to give it any damage. And I think it's because I think people should try it out because I think people have probably played the classics already. And if you haven't, I think this game is going to be a lot of fun. You're, you're not going to get like a shitty experience. I think you're going to have a tight experience the same way you would if you played Team NT Arcade for the for the uh, NES. So no damage for me. Try it out. Try it out, folks. Whoa. So that leaves it with two quarter, two and one fourth, two and two and one quarter health left, right? Yeah, took yeah. three quarters damage. Not too yeah. bad for a retro game. All right. Up next, our next topic. You want to introduce it, Shelby? Because uh, I talk a lot. Although I have the dev information and all that crap. But do you want to start it off? All right. Cool. Uh, so the other game that is the topic. I guess it's like that was last week's yes. topic. Yeah. Uh, Oxen free. Woo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I actually own this on Steam. I didn't oh, know that. I didn't know that. That's funny. Yeah, me neither. And then I was talking to a friend. So he was like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I'm just trying to, trying to catch up to Oxenfree where I was before. Because I, I actually played it at, at Rob's house before. Yeah. And then, uh, anyway, I, I, didn't, I didn't get like pretty much any further than Scheduling where I was. Scheduling conflicts prevented us from her being able to come back over and us finishing it in time. So yeah. that's kind of why. Um, but I did get back to where I wanted, where I wanted to be, awesome. I guess. Um, so you did and... not finish the game? No, but, uh, yeah, and so I was talking to him, and he was like, oh, you do, it's in your Steam library, and I was like, what the fuck? Because <laughs> uh, you can see, I guess, when you search it, like, right. if you go to, your, your to it in your own libraries. library, you can see who else owns oh, it. Oh, right, so. Anyway, I uh, didn't know that. I probably got it in a Humble Bundle or something. <laughs> probably, yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, I don't know if you want me to go with the specifics of how, like, it's played or whatever, uh, but... Well, before that, I guess... Um... Spoopy. <sighs> So it was developed and published by Night School Studio. Uh, mm-hmm. It came out for Windows, OS X, Xbox, PS4, the Switch, Linux, iOS, and Android. It was released on January 15, 2016, and then later on different ports. Limited Run did a physical release for it, and I think they had another company do a physical collector's edition for it, too. Mm-hmm. Night School Studio was founded October 1, 2014. It's created by Sean Crankle. And Adam Hines, they're both former Telltale Games and Disney Interactive Studio developers. The first game they made was indeed uh, this game, Oxenfree, and I think they made one other game since. Uh, There's also rumors of Oxenfree being adapted to a film, which I think would be really awesome. I think this would be a great Mm -hmm. movie. Um, Left, did you beat the game? I did, So we're going to start going into spoilers after we talk about the gameplay. Because uh, it's a very story-heavy game. We'll try not to spoil every single thing, and we'll give more Try not spoiler. to spoil the ending, at least. Uh, it's going to be so hard not to spoil the ending. We'll try to talk in code. Are you going to finish it, Shelby? I'd like to okay. at some point. Cool, then we'll try not to get too much spoilers then. Uh, so it's a graphic adventure game played from like a 2.5D perspective. And you play as Alex, and you work with her friends. Or Sorry, not work with her, and you go to meet her friends uh, mm-hmm. while exploring this kind of weird local island 
that's that's kind of abandoned at this time of year. And then you unleash some spoilers. So we'll come back to that. Basic <laughs> controls. <laughs> basic controls. Uh, there's a map. There's walking and talking and controlling mm-hmm. your radio. Is there a map? Yeah, there's yes. a map. But there, there's a map that pops up whenever you fin- when you ob- get a new like objective, but you just can't open the I map. Think you can open the map. Yeah, you can. It was. Can you? Yeah, for me, it was either. Um, yeah, it was uh, for the PS4 controller, the L1 and L2. You can okay. use either of those to bring up a map. I don't know what the PC I tried, is. I tried M for map, which is typically what most video games on PC use, <laughs> but it didn't work. Yeah, so. it's probably. It's, I'm sure it's there. Just yeah, mm. I don't know. Um, so as you're playing through the game, you're, the characters talk. The, the, the whole thing that they, the developer was trying to go for is they wanted to make the story be told as you're playing. So Sage, you probably would have loved this game, actually. So they wanted to... <laughs> I was of, just going to say, probably would have fucking despised it. Instead of having uh, cutscenes, they would just, the characters would be talking. And, and then basically you have a, moments to respond, like a little pop-up will come. And it doesn't stay there very long, but uh, you can respond or you can say nothing. And and then that's just how you're playing. So you're playing and and one one thing they did really well with that yeah. is how if you if someone's talking and then you know you have your your chat options and then you say it, your character would typically interrupt that person at that point whenever you click mm-hmm. on it. So it's not like it typically wasn't like oh you click on it and then you wait for them to finish their sentence and then you say it. You mm-hmm. would interrupt them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. It kind of added a little bit of you know realism to it and i really like that some of those dialogue options uh disappeared really fast yes. too because you only Sometimes have a certain amount did, of time yeah. to respond to them so you so see it pop you, up you, you had fade. no choice but to interrupt people because you're yeah. like oh i gotta i gotta get my two cents in and it, yeah and it, it's kind of <laughs> nice too because it doesn't you don't you can't sit there and ponder over the over your choice like in some and, and there there and your choices actually and the things you say can affect some of the endings as well as hmm. uh characters uh how much characters like you and stuff and so yeah. it's kind of neat in a way because like in games like Life is Strange, which I, I did adore, uh, you could sit there and, and look at your options and, and really think, what do I want to pick? And, and of course, in Life is Strange, you can literally go back and change your option if you want. But in this game, you have to kind of be quick. You don't have a lot of time. Sometimes if mm-hmm. it's really story heavy, they might stop and, you, and then you actually choose a specific one. But in general, you had to be quick, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, yeah. And I, I like the voice acting f- uh, for the most part, too. And I, liked, <laughs> I thought the conversations <laughs> sounded pretty good. Yeah. Um, you know, and we can talk about characters eventually. But uh, so you basically you're navigating the environment and you're going you can find hidden things and you kind of use your the way you interact with the world mostly is by using your radio. So you'll come up to like a uh, what we'll call cool. a point of interest or a um anomalies, I yeah, think yeah, sometimes yeah, anomalies. they call them. And, They're a little like rock tower thingies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or or like it might be like a, a radio station tune in here. So basically this little radio mm-hmm. comes up and you and it's just like a an FM radio, you can scroll the got dial to go to different stations, and it's kind of mm-hmm. creepy. The, the whole game is a super creepy atmosphere. Yeah, at least I found so. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, so basically by tuning into the right thing, you might get more information, or you might find something. There's like notes. You're you're looking for like Maggie Adler's notes as you're playing the game, and mm-hmm. um, those can have an effect on what you get as an ending as well. So you know you're encouraged to explore. There's a bit of backtracking here and there, um, but the whole game plays kind of at night. And um, it's yeah, we'll get to the story shortly or now, mm-hmm. actually, because I think that covers most of the gameplay, right? Um, oh, I just wanted to say, like, yeah, usually please. after your dialogue choices, um, depending on what you say, like the character who you're talking to or the people around you, they'll have like a little like speech bubble thing pop up and it'll either like show your face in it or like the main Someone character's else's, face yeah. or somebody else's face. And then it'll just tell you like whether or not you've said something that they like. Mm hmm. 
that kind of thing. See, I couldn't figure out if it was I was saying something they liked or they disliked me. Because sometimes be way, I think, it could I think be if they way, don't yeah. say anything, there's just nothing. But if you do say something that they like, uh, then your face pops up. And some things, or the main character's face pops up. And some things you say can affect relationships between other characters too. Like you might, yeah, you might like say a nice thing about another character, and that person might remember that about that other character, for example. Which I, and yeah. I, I like stuff like that a lot. It's actually kind of nice because in a way, most of these games have your main character be the one who kind of you know mm-hmm. it's all about the main character so which character is like the main character blah 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 not a lot of these games do it where you're actually kind of playing with the relationships of other people as well based on your yeah. action and I, and I like that i think that's pretty cool i like this game more than life is strange i think i did too maybe yeah i think so um so the premise of the game is a group of friends go to an island to spend a weekend together and then now we'll talk a bit about spoilers, but we're not going to spoil the ending, especially since Shelby hasn't finished it. So I guess that makes it yeah. easier. Well, uh, I think we've been able to avoid spoilers about endings in the past. I don't think it'll be that hard to do it this time. <laughs> and we've been avoiding Final Fantasy VII spoilers for Sage for literally Did ever. Did we give up on that, though? Uh, I, I don't know, because I don't. We, we never spoiled it. Maybe I bleeped it out again. I, get, I think it's just a long, long oncoming joke. He's never going to play it. Maybe he will. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> I'm going to put that in my will. So if I die early, he'll have to play through the game. <laughs> uh, so the game focuses on trying to come back together and then escape the island. So, all right. So now some spoilers. So this is actually more interesting. Shelby, I want you to tell us about what you thought going into the game and then your experience like the first hour of the game because you did not have the same impressions going in as maybe you left or I did. No, I didn't think it was like – because the, the the turning point is when you find the radio set up, like, underground in that cave or whatever. So what did you think before that it was going to be about? Before, I just thought it was, like, a bunch of teenagers going to an island. There was... I didn't think anything paranormal was going to happen. I thought maybe there might have been a murder and they were going to solve it kind right. of thing. <laughs> like, I didn't think it was going to be any, like, magic bullshit ghost, <laughs> any of that stuff. Uh, and then, so I wasn't, when I was playing it, I wasn't super invested. I was like, oh, okay, well, I mean, I guess this is cool. Like the style is kind of cute and stuff and, uh, whatever. Uh, but then, um, after you meet everybody, like all the people that you're supposed to meet there on the beach, uh, and then I can't remember what his name is. You decide to jump over the fence because he wants to go like exploring. It's Ren. Uh, Probably Ren or Jonas. Ren, yeah. So you go over there and you've got like your, uh, I guess, stepbrother in tow with you. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're going to go down into this cave and it's got all these like weird, like cryptic words on it, I guess. I can't, I can't remember what the first and the second so, message is. Something about a say. dog. A yeah, dog ran away. Yeah, something about a dog and a dude. Like that. Yeah. But anyway, and then you get down to, the, I guess, the inner, like, main area of that cave. Uh, and you notice there's like a wardrobe there and there's some really old radio equipment uh, and there's a random triangle floating in the air. <laughs> uh, so I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> uh, so you start playing, you use your radio, you tune it in and then all of a sudden the triangle above goes fucking bananas and then like the screen is shaking, the controller is shaking, there's freaky music Can I and shit. for a second? Like, yeah. <laughs> the, the sound design in this game is really good. And it that, is. That it is super good. And that noise that plays as the triangle yeah. expanding yeah. is like That like almost radio killing. frequency it's like, yeah. noise kind of thing. Yeah. It's like it, it yeah. freaks you out, man. Uh, it's kind of yeah. like when we watch Contact. Yeah, a little it? bit. Like that big yeah. noise Contact, <laughs> it freaks you out. Um, but anyway, so after that, I was like, wow, this is really, really cool. And it was not <laughs> what I expected it to be. So yeah. anyway, yeah, it really, good it really, job. That's, it's, I mean, Spooky Month should have been your, your tip. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, but, well, I mean, murder mystery kind no, of fits in that, you know. Teasing. Yeah, you're absolutely uh, right. But yeah, no, it's. It, I'm, I was really happy to see. I didn't know if you'd read a little bit about it beforehand, or if I'd. No, I didn't. I didn't it, know so. anything about it. It was cool that you. I was. I, li- I like seeing your shock as as uh, things yeah. un- unfolded. I do remember though when you first gave me the game and I looked at it and there was like there's a person floating like on the cover and there was a triangle. I'm like, the fuck is this triangle? Like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> and then I <laughs> later on like that. Yep. Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And so that yeah, so like we said, the setup is you on it, and the atmosphere in this game is really good. I I think, yeah. especially for something that's cartoony and, and kind of a simple style, it still has mm-hmm. like a heavy atmosphere to it. And I think a lot of it's from the the set the setting, the premise, the feeling of isolation, mm-hmm. the fact that they established the island's empty and and that you feel trapped and it, and it's mm-hmm. dark. And yeah, it's just it has that it has an awesome awesome setting. And so it's not mm-hmm. like a survival horror game, but it's like just this creepy mystery and this mm-hmm. weird paranormal shit that's going on. So if you're the type of person who, who likes paranormal horror films and stuff, uh, you're probably going to like this a lot. And yes, yeah, so you're dealing with, with ghosts and, and stuff like and some other weird stuff. And mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of twists and turns in the game too. Um, there's alternate endings. And I, I, I want to, without saying spoilers, some endings I think really might improve your whole opinion of the game. Yeah, and some endings are boring. Did you look at any other endings left? I did, I did. After I ran into you and you told me that there was other endings, I was like, what? Because I felt, (laughs) I'm not going to say what my ending was, uh, but... I hated it. I thought it was... It, 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 there, there was one part of it that I'm like, ooh, cool. But the rest of it, I was like, boring. Yeah, like shitty um, right? So I was like super like, Ugh. Um <laughs> And then whenever you told me that there was more, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. So. It actually makes me want to try it again. Did you check any of that or are you just going to try it again? No, no, no. I'm going to I'm gonna maybe try it again. I didn't want to like watch anything. I just saw that they right. were there and I'm like, oh, I got to try there it now. There is one ending that changes everything. Uh, yeah, really yeah, exactly. If you don't get that ending, chances are you're not in your first playthrough. If you don't want to play through it again, which is completely understandable, check the ending out online. I YouTube the endings after I finished it, and man, some of them are really cool. Uh, mm. But yeah, so I have questions for people. Oh, there's also the characters we should mention real quick. There was, let's see, I think there's there's Ren. Uh, he's the best Alex's friend. Alex's best friend. Yeah. yeah. There's Jonas, her stepbrother. Her, her, basically, mm-hmm. her, her parents split up after her brother dies as a kid. And so Jonas is uh, her mom's new... He died a year before the game. So her mom got married place. pretty quickly, then, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Then there's Clarissa, Alex's <laughs> brother's... His name is Michael. His, her, his ex-girlfriend. And Nona, yeah. which is her friend. And Ren has the hots for Nona. And there's yep. also a resident of the island, Maggie Adler, but she, but as the game starts, she had recently died. So yeah. those are the only. And then there's of course the other other entities that are part of. Yeah. The game. So did you so, guys have a favorite character, and and obviously a least favorite character? I mean, I know I know some of us has at least a fa- least favorite character. But how about <laughs> you, left? What was your opinions? Uh, I don't know, man. Like part 
like I liked the story, like the overall story. Mm-hmm. But what I hated so much about this fucking story is they're just dumb teenagers <laughs> going to get drunk on an island that I don't give a shit about. <laughs> and so I found all the the characters to be not relatable to me because they're all a bunch of dumb teenagers. And I'm just like, <laughs> fuck these kids. I don't give a shit about them. Ren in particular annoyed the hell out of me. Jonas was this like, oh, I'm this cool guy who smokes cigarettes. Uh. Like they were so bad. I could not stand most of the characters. Um, I like Nona the most because she was quiet. <laughs> Uh, I liked the, I thought Rem was fine I thought he was funny some of his jokes were kind of meh but I think it generally kept things lighthearted. and I liked Alex the main character she's pretty stoic main character you spend the most time with her so I, I liked her and of course I liked Clarissa um, you know she was a good she good strong character and, yeah yeah and the other ones were fine too see th- there's a point where you get to pick who comes with you yeah. Um, between a couple of them, and I was so stoked to grab Nona because I'm just like you're because both Jonas and Ren are so fucking annoying, and I'm like mm-hmm. Nona seems chill. I just want to take her with me everywhere as I go. Tell me about characters for you. Who did you like or dislike? I was like okay with uh, most of the characters. My first time playing it through, I fucking hated Clarissa. I was like, holy Clarissa? shit! Literally, because I didn't know She's anything about. Bitch. I well, no, I didn't know anything like. You know, when you first get there and then she's just automatically, like, a bitch. And you're just like, okay. And you don't know anything. Like, personally, you don't. Like, the character obviously seems like there's some kind of history there. But you don't. So I'm like, why is this chick being such a fucking bitch? Like, oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, Anyway. So then you interact. You you learn later on, like, uh, like the history with um, the the main character's uh, brother and and whatever. Yeah. Um, Humanizes her But then I liked after... Uh, that shit happens in the cave when you first have the the huge triangle appear or whatever, and everybody gets split up. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think during my second, like just play because I was playing it at my parents' house, mm-hmm. um, and just being like, um, I, I liked her more the second time around because when you you give her nice options, she just kind of seems to respond more to that, and like I don't know. I liked her more that time, even though I still thought she was a bit of a of a bitch. But yeah. I mean, she must have had some kind of chip on her shoulder or something. You'll find was... out more about that later on. Too. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and I liked. I mean, Rand reminds me of my brother, so <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's that. Um, I don't know. I think the only person I really didn't like relate to, I guess, was uh, like Jonas. Oh, he's so I cool, guess. man. He's so cool. <laughs> You're not from he's... the big city and smoke cigarettes. Yeah, I mean, he's he's like. <laughs> that character like uh one thing that i did laugh really really hard about is um when you're traveling with him you're at least for me anyway you're going to look for uh clarissa mm-hmm. and he said he really needs to pee uh so just like oh god because and he like pees in the same room and you can hear it like in the game <laughs> they just added that sound effect of him the whole time just taking a piss um, and it's funny because I remember like anytime, like if my, uh, like if we would all go for a walk in the woods, like me and my brother and my sister and like my grandparents and stuff, cause they have like woods all behind their house. Uh, and just anytime, like any of the dudes are like, all right, I'm going to take a piss and they would just fuck off into the woods. I'm like, okay, great. Don't get eaten by a bear. It? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, so I thought it was really funny, but anyway. What did you guys think yeah. of the entities involved, the beings? Spoopy. They were scary. <laughs> <laughs> it 
<laughs> so creepy. Yeah, you didn't find out what they were, right, Shelby? You didn't get that far? Um, well, I think, from what I gather anyway, because at the beginning you hear, like, a bit of a story, because I think that statue, or you're listening to a radio yeah. thing or I want to know what Shelby thinks is going on. Well, I just... Maybe... Yeah, oh, sorry. What's your opinion? What, what do you think happened? What, piece together what you think is happening in the story. Uh, well, Best so far can. we've heard about this ship that crashed or something that had like a bunch of people on it that died. Um, and then, I don't know, I think at that point you're just interacting with ghosts through a radio or something. There's some kind of weird alternate reality thing. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's fucking weird. Okay. But anyway. Yeah. Um, it, was a sub, so, uh, it was a sub that sank. It was a sub, yeah, okay. Um, and then the when you're talking to whatever these, whether they be ghosts or something on the other side, and they're just, you sometimes you hear like your own disembodied voice or the main character's like own disembodied voice, and then you meet like other versions of characters and stuff. So yeah, it's like time loops and um, yeah, yeah, time that's a kind of a and, big part of it too at the time yeah, loops. And there's, yeah, and there's like there's a part another gameplay thing that I really like because I thought it was super creepy. With basically mm-hmm. when time there's these time loops going on and to fix them you, you, you go to these like cassette tape style yeah. things and you tune your station in and it starts so you have to correct the uh, cassette so that it plays in time with the music so you basically mm-hmm. have to do two or three of those and it starts looping with the music and it's, it has this like really creepy tune that I actually quite liked but I, mm-hmm. I also found it just kind of like creepy at the same time yeah uh, old, I feel like there's feel. yeah I feel like there's there's I guess the gist of it for me anyway or what it feels like is that there's ghosts for some reason trapped in a weird fucked up time loop and they don't want like anybody to leave kind of thing I don't know Interesting. well yeah. people play it and, l- and let us know what you think of the story yeah. uh, art style we both I think you and I Shelby really like the art style I love it yeah, I think too. it's adorable it's, it's a nice style it's Left. so cute and I love it more than Life is Strange oh, yeah. I like Life is Strange but you... I don't know this, this game just feels better to me Left you have a cold dead heart inside did you hate the style <laughs> you think it was too like friendly did you wish that they were more like you know more hardcore or something do you wish they were like sexy women with goat heads I want that in all of my games <laughs> <laughs> no um no I think I think it, it suited the game really well um everything was was really dark and uh, it just it, it worked together really well you know I'm not like super in love with with how it looked but it didn't look bad mm-hmm. that's mm. fair yeah I also liked it, so. And, oh, and do you guys like the music in the game? Yes. Yes, very much so. Very much so. It it was so mood-setting, especially there was one part that actually kind of, like, you know, made me jump a little bit. It was very early on after... Uh, Alex and Jonas get separated and then you kind of walk into this house um, and I think that's where the first time loop happens um, and uh, you, you like hit a switch and after you hit the switch the music like abruptly kind of stops and then there's this light flashing and it was really like it was really spooky oh, yeah. it was very spooky yeah, yeah it's, a, it's an awesome I play it play it at night time uh, play it this time of year it's it's an awesome mood set if you want to get like i love halloween and I, I don't think i got into it as much as i would have liked it this year but like, i just like the feeling of october and i like the feeling of the spooky games like last year's costume quest for me was a lot of fun and it really helped get into the time of year and i think this game is a really good i kind of wish i'd played it for this month i actually played it earlier in the year but uh mm-hmm. yeah it, it's an awesome game for that it really it's it's spooky should we go to very spooky should we go into damage or you have anything else to say first or you can say it while you're doing damage. What do you think? I think we're damage time. Bam. So, you already know how it works because we did it earlier in this episode. So, uh, Shelbo, why don't you go first this time? 
Um, I really like this game, love the art style, the music, um, even though I'm not, like, these guys, the, like, that kind of music, it frightens me. Mm -hmm. I, I don't, I don't know if we ever talked about when Rob and I and Megan, we all watched Contact, and it was just when you first hear, like, the, the sounds were these weird sounds that their, their satellites are picking up in the movie, and just those deep, like, those weird horn sounds. I'm like, fuck that shit. I'm out of here. Like, I hate... <laughs> anyway, it's spooky, and I and I, and I I hate that it, it scares me, but I like being scared kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, the, the sound design is excellent, and, like, the art style. Because um, I don't think you ever really get to see, like, a super, I guess, zoomed up, like, shot of any of the characters, at least as far as I've gotten. Uh, but if pictures. you look at any of the art online, or, yeah, there's pictures and stuff. Um, oh, yeah, I forgot that people take pictures in the game, which is kind of funny. Oh, yeah, I forgot that, too. They, do, uh, they take selfies. Yeah. yeah. And, they're, and they're funny, but... Fucking I, teenagers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, selfies are the most important thing you love, you love in this generation. <laughs> yeah, I definitely don't take them all the time. Um, all right. Where was I? Um, anyway, yeah, uh, the story from what I gather so far is really, really cool. Like, there's some stuff, obviously, that I'm missing because I haven't beat the game. Uh, but I really like the direction uh, that it's going in. Um, I like um, th the... Whenever you're talking to people through the radio, like, the creepy disembodied voices, it almost sounds like they piece together, like, oh, yeah. uh, a bunch of radio bits and stuff. And I thought that was really cool. Um but yeah, uh, in terms of, I guess, gameplay, there's not a whole lot there. It's, you know, very story-heavy. Tuning, tuning your radio. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I liked finding the little anomalies, the little... They're like almost little nookshooks, I guess, that people left all over <laughs> yeah. the place to, you know... And, and they're really hard to miss sometimes, so once you're, you know, looking for them, you can find them. Uh, I think there was only one that I missed around the area where Clarissa is uh, when I was playing, but... Anyway, nice. um, I would not give this game any damage because oh, I really like it yeah. so far. So unless the ending turns out to be total shit or one of the endings or all of the endings, I don't like them, then, uh, okay, then. that's probably not going to change. So no damage. Awesome. Left. Yeah. Left the goals. <laughs> okay. Um, that sounds like a wrench. Uh, I, yeah, I want to get the spirit of uh, the teenage game. So. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, so... You know, and, and I don't mean this in a bad way, but I mean this in a good way. But to me, this is a very, like, it's like a low-budget Telltale game. Mm -hmm. um, and like you said, like, these guys came from Telltale, which, you know, you can totally see it. You can tell. Um, you can tell the tale. <laughs> right. um, oh, so, no. <laughs> uh, so I, and I, I really like Telltale games, and, you know, this had a great feeling of that. Um, the story was great. The you know, if, 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 if they replace the teenage angst with just like normal stuff, um, I would be way more into the game. So I found some of the characters, like not all of them, but you know, I, I really liked Alex. Um, she was really relatable and she felt older than all of the other, um, people in the game really. Um, she she was so much more mature than the rest of them, and you know I I could not stand Ren um, <laughs> particularly, and just like the whole like oh we're going here to get drunk, and he's like eating pot brownies and stuff, and it's just like it was so dumb. You're there was fun so of many. Shelby's brother. <laughs> <laughs> 
so I feel I feel like if they would have just angled that slightly differently, like you know they were like, oh, it's you know summer vacation from university, and we're just here to go to the beach for the night, and we rented mm-hmm. a cabin, and then things happened, and rather than just we're here to get drunk and be stupid, I I would have zero problem with the game. So as it stands, I have a little problem with the You're game, but. Swear. It's it's so <laughs> it's so it's very minor to be honest, especially because once you play the game for an hour, all that stuff gets moved into the past pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, so it's it's not a huge point, but it's just like my problem is how they arrive to the island because this is such a story heavy game. It's it's kind of like crappy, but anyways, um, as long as you can get past that, um, you know everything else in this game is really really well done. The music, uh, the way you choose your uh, dialogue mm-hmm. options, everything is so so well done. Um, so I would I would just go with the a quarter damage based Love on the the crappiness Damn. of the premise. Awesome. <laughs> My woohoo's awesome art style. I think it's stylish, cartoony, but I also like the slight grunge style to it. Uh, I just feel like it fits the game very well. Uh, it has a ton mm-hmm. of dialogue, and you kind of feel like I don't know. I feel kind of comforted whenever I have a person with me in this game because you're so isolated and alone, and, and it's spoopy. So I'm really happy when I have a partner there talking to me. It makes me feel less alone while playing it. <laughs> and I, and I kind of get freaked out. I, I don't believe in any paranormal stuff, but I, I still like the, the I like that as a uh, as a as a fiction that can still kind of scare me a little bit. And mm-hmm. so I like that setting so much. So having a partner actually made me feel like, all right, we can get through this. Uh, and there's multiple endings, which I think is really cool. And also the character relationships and all that stuff is all good stuff. Um, Boohoo's. Yeah. There's not a ton of interaction. But this is sort of common in this type of game. Uh, so maybe some more puzzles or something might have spruced things up or or something like that maybe. But that's pretty minor. It's kind of like, you know, there wasn't a like, the, like that with Life is Strange rather. And I really like that game. So I think we covered everything else. I'm not going to give it any damage. I think people should play it. I mean, I did recommend it. So clearly uh, I thought people should play it. And I really had a lot of fun. And if you didn't like Life is Strange but you still kind of like the idea of it, I think Oxenfree is, is a really great uh, alternative to it and it's short ish like what five to six hours i think yeah maybe even less than six hours so pretty accessible to play you can get it on pretty much any platform so yeah give it a try do Which you know what the fun. average time it is to beat the game it's five hours i think it's four hours and 20 minutes oh, oh f- no, 420 <laughs> <Hot> brownie time <laughs> Awesome. Oh so that leaves it with two heart or two and three quarters heart left. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty, I'm actually amazed that a uh, a story heavy dialogue game did so well. I think it would have suffered a bit if Seiji had played it Maybe. and damaged it. Seiji, if you're out there, and you are, uh, you should try and play it and give us an update. Get, yeah. get your calendars out because Seiji's coming back for an app. Uh, a Seiji episode, you know, they're like the collector's editions of the bonus barrel. <laughs> you know, they're still going to come regularly, but not as much. So you better get you get yourself ready because it's coming. He's gonna like a he's, he's gonna get the bonus barrel cart loaded into his uh, his port, and he's gonna play an episode. I'm, I'm comparing him to a console now. So yeah, Seiji, love that guy, great guy. Seiji, <laughs> Seiji, come back. Come on, Seiji. We we should be like getting together and and cheering Seiji, Seiji like in Leap Beat Agents. We can summon him in some <laughs> kind of weird seance thing. What's that? He said we can summon him in some kind of weird seance thing. Yeah, that'd be cool. That might be a great idea for all right for Halloween. Oh, that's a good episode. Yeah, that's a good intro. Shelby, take note. 
uh, alright cool so that was it uh, double double. it's not a double size episode because you only had one it's like a tri- it's like a, 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 a 1.5 episode but yep. you know whatever it's cool well, man it's King, one stuff. and a half well not really actually again we missed out last week whatever man you know what bonus reel comes out almost every week without fail yeah we're pretty good we're pretty we're pretty good so thank you for listening uh, we didn't mention Cartridge Club at all this episode just oh, like didn't. I planned <laughs> those guys those P1 and P2 <laughs> what have they done for us lately N- nothing I don't I <laughs> barely even I barely even spoke to them oh whatever they, they think they're so cool they're, they're, they're rich friends up there they're rich podcast friends and their, what? their attitude they're, they, they look at Bonus Bro and like I get email reports like Bonus Bro your ratings are so low we might have to take you off the network if you don't get some more ratings <laughs> and like you know they're like oh, there was a spike when you brought Shelby on but it wasn't enough it's falling down so you're really gonna have to, to do to fix this and uh, we took another hit when Seiji wasn't on as much and, and frankly like our ratings are going down. The bosses are breathing down our neck to really. Well, fix that. the future of Bonus Barrel is naked women with goat heads. Yeah, yeah, that's our new gimmick, so, man. That's yeah. Monster yeah. Lady gimmicks. Come on, guys. We got <laughs> yeah. goat head ladies, uh, babies with uh, book head <laughs> ladies, <laughs> angler fish baby uh, heads. I mean, these, are, these are this is the reason to come to BB and, and yeah. listen to us talk about that stuff. Like nothing sexier than a. Woman with giant breasts and some sort of animal head. Like, yeah. not humanoid, come, but like a legit animal head slapped you, on top you of c- You come for the shock value, but you stay for the Shelby. <laughs> 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 Alright, well thanks for listening. This is Rob. And Shelby. And Lef. Bam. <laughs>